You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and I am here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we have two of our most favorite people in the world that are going to be on this podcast. And it's been a long time coming, but we're so excited to welcome DC Lucchese and Melissa Brokaw from Well Run Media and Marketing. Now, there's one thing that we know around here, and it's brand building. Whether you're pitching a product or a service that's been here for years or launching something all new, success or failure often revolves around creating a story and a connection with your customers. And DC and Melissa have done a phenomenal job working not only with the Dunstan Group, but other organizations in the Charlotte area uh, to do that, to tell your story, to, to show people how you're different. Um, but to also like help the community. This is an organization that understands marketing, but understands that there's a there's a piece of marketing that needs to be put out into the community that supports that. And we're so excited to learn like what they do and how they do it. So today in the Brand Butter Studio, we have DC and Melissa, two people who are pros at doing that. And it's not you know just their opinion. Their firm, Well Run Media Marketing, was voted best marketing agency in Charlotte Magazine's Best of the Best. Uh, DC and Melissa. Not only thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast, thank you so much for coming up and helping us develop this podcast, and we're so excited to uh, to learn more about you guys. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to hang around for a little while today, if you don't mind, and find out who these two favorite people are that are coming <laughs> yeah, to the show. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to know. Yeah. They're up next. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of want to yeah, figure, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. You, you've done a tremendous job, and part of the the brainstorming and everything behind this podcast, which has been a lot of fun. I think you and maybe Melissa, I'm not sure who did it, but you, you guys actually came up with the name, which was super cool. That's true. Sticking, right? That's true. It was, Scrambled Eggs was the first name. But, uh, <laughs> I was like, you guys, that's really hard graphically. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Scrambled Eggs. Scrambled Eggs, the podcast. I'm going to buy the .com for that right now. I mean, let's do it. It'll be great. Yeah, speaking of name, like, tell us about where Well Run came from. Well Run Marketing and Media, Media and Marketing. ScrambledEggs.com was already taken, (laughs) so I had to land on that. But, no, long story short, actually, I will keep it short. Um, Trying to think of a brand to uh, not just tell the story of what I wanted to do for uh, a business, but also how someone could see it automatically and go, oh, you get what you're doing. And really sucky media.com was already taken as well. Um, but well-run media, it's like, well, it says what it is, and it is what, it's, it is what it says. And we think we do a pretty damn good job of it as well. So, I mean, it was nice to get the recognition that Brian talked about with, you know, you know being voted best of the best this year in, in Charlotte Magazine. That was awesome. But, you know, forget about, you know, accolades like that. It's, you know, even better when a client, customer, friend, whatever, says, thank you for doing what you guys do for us or what you've done for us, and we can't wait to work with you, and we love working with you and all that. I mean, that's what, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? Well, that and you know, being able to make a living doing it, too. So. I mean, <laughs> money is nice. Yeah. Wow. Well, so you guys, I want to jump into, let's backtrack. So you mm-hmm. guys are a firm that, and I, and I believe this, that you guys are, are constantly challenging yourselves to get better. 
constantly challenging to see where marketing is from just a platform and it's changing like every single day. I mean, your your market mm-hmm. has to be something that is is very difficult to stay on top of. Just not only the changes in algorithms on Instagram, how are you going to do your email marketing campaigns? Now video is being important. So how do you guys stay up with those trends, number one? And number two, like where do you see marketing from a company standpoint? Is it going to be mo- more digital? Is it going to be more social? Like I want to understand how a marketing firm is going after businesses and saying, this is how we need to market your business, not only in 2019, but going into 2020. And this is how we're going to do it. Because I think you guys do a really good job of challenging people to be better. But ultimately, like there's a lot of people that own businesses that don't market well at all, or they don't see the the value in marketing. Um, so tell us a little bit about kind of what your structure is and how you guys stay on top of that. Sure, absolutely. I would say we are in relationship business and what we help our customers realize is that everything is a relationship. Your podcast is a relationship. When you guys work with your clients, it's a relationship. People come to the Dunstan Group because of the service they get and because of who you are, not because this is some unique thing that there's absolutely nowhere else you can get. And that's what we remember. And we focus on storytelling. What's your business? What differentiates you? How can we tell your story? I love yeah. that. And I think another component to that, I'm going to say the same thing. It's a relationships thing. Without a doubt, it's definitely personal. Um, and the other part of that, to answer the question you were asking, how do you stay on top of it? I think it is, I mean, I probably read a million words last year on, you know, the constantly, you know, shaping and reshaping. It's like, you know, it's like sands on a dune for crying out loud. <laughs> but I think it's important to help our clients and ourselves not be distracted by the latest, shiniest, differentest thing, but to be good, be great if you can at what you're good at. I, for real, no kidding. I read an article this morning that talked about the very same thing. It said, before you launch into blank, you better mind what you're doing right now because if you forget about that, you're probably letting something go. For instance, if you guys said, you know what? I think we're going to build a television studio in here. That'd be a great idea. And then forgot about something else or you said hey let's do this podcast and then you forgot about you know returning phone calls and emails to your clients well it's great you got a rocking podcast but you forgot what you know what your core is which is taking care of your people right and i think that's super important and it's that relationship the relationship might look different next year than it did five years ago and it's going to look different in 10 years but at the core how are you connecting with your customers and your friends so you guys brought up a really good point with relationship-based marketing. Um, it's really interesting the way that we develop our marketing plan. We really want to be about the people that we work with and ultimately support that community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did bring up a good thing about not necessarily going after the shiny new toy. And, you know, I think that's something specifically in digital marketing that a lot of people are failing on. Uh, they're seeing something that's successful and they're trying to duplicate that. In my words, I'm, I'm calling them a poser. Because somebody sees something and they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do that. And it's like, why would you do that? Like, like we always hashtag be different. And it's one of the things that um, that a lot of people, I think, don't do a good job of. And so I'm just kind of curious on that. Like when you guys have people that that you're working with that say, oh, my gosh, D.C. and Melissa, we have to do this. We I saw this amazing video and they got like five million likes and like, oh, my God, we have to start it like. Do you just give them like a paper bag and say like stop hyperventilating and like <laughs> I mean, back up? That here? is actually <laughs> a great idea. I like where your head's at. You know anybody that could like maybe yeah. get some branded, yeah, we'll bring bags yeah. for yeah. Yeah. We, we can do this. I mean, we can do this. sounds perfect. <laughs> Go ahead and I'll finish. No, it. I would say. I mean, we really we start and end every conversation with what do you want out of this? So we look at here's what it is. 
here's this shiny new toy. How can we make this work? How can we measure this successfully? And we do work hard to bring those ideas in. We're not going to be like, nope, but focus on what's your end result. And a lot of times you might see the shiny new thing, but then after a conversation, we spin it in another direction and come up with something even better. And this podcast is an absolute example of the other side of that coin where, like you said, a customer, client, friend may come to you and go, oh my gosh, I want to do this. And you're like, okay. And as Melissa said, what do you want out of a deal? And this podcast was kind of the, the, the end of that yang where it's like, guys, this is something we need to do. And you guys were like, yeah, we're doing the same thing. That'd be a great idea. We heard right. about this. How can we make it work? And it was like, now we're talking, right? Now, it doesn't always happen like that. And that's not everybody thinking the same thing with the mind meld all the time. But sometimes you see the shiny new thing from, you know, reading a million words in the course of a year. And then you come back and go, I think that we could make this work for you guys too. Right. You're like, okay, let's try it. Well, and this is kind of a twist. Brian and I had a conversation earlier this morning about how on this podcast, we work to bring in people you know that you've met, but then we also bring in people who you guys would not have met. And it's great. And what you said, which is so true, is the more you have people on different than more than you, the more you realize everyone's the same. And yeah. I think it's different than marketing, but it's still kind of the same thing. It's pulling everything together to that relationship. Yeah. And, and that's the reason we started the podcast. We wanted to create a platform to be able to have conversations with industry leaders, with entrepreneurs, with uh, community leaders, with people that work with nonprofits. And how the but, hell did we get on it? I, you know, <laughs> I don't even know. Because you're well run. Yeah. Cause, oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. But, but ideally, I mean, we've had 14 nonprofits on our, on our podcast. We've had people that have come on this podcast that don't look anything like me and Scott, that don't come from backgrounds like me and Scott. Heck, me and Scott don't even come from the same background. But the reality is, is we create a conversation mm -hmm. and we understand that a lot of people are very similar. And the differences that are out there in the media right now, in my mind, are just complete bullshit. Uh, mm -hmm. People need to stand up, have a conversation, and you'll realize that you're a lot more similar than you think. Um, so I appreciate you guys challenging us on that. Now, speaking of, of kind of community engagement, you guys are are everywhere. I, I love following your social media. I don't know how you guys have time to be parents um, as well, because I have one and I'm like, I don't know, DC and Melissa are everywhere. But tell us, like, what are, what are some of the things that you guys are passionate about? You guys work on some exciting projects like Open Street 704, uh, Learn to Ride. Um, you've also worked with, with, with other clients that have kind of that outdoor vibe, obviously are mm -hmm. big, big partners with 24 Foundation. Tell us about your community involvement. Um, is that something that, you know, you've kind of grown a passion for, or is it something that's always been there? And, and how do you directly, um, I don't want to say market your business to the community, but how do you say, you know what, if we do something right for the community of Charlotte, kind of like Blair premise said, if, if we, if we make Charlotte a cooler place tomorrow than we did yesterday, how is that bad for my brand? And how is that bad for my business? And that's, that's absolutely the, uh, the core tenet to that is, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you, even spitballing, you know, how much, what percentage of our business is with not-for-profits. But, you know, they certainly have, you know, much shallower pockets than people who are in the business side of things or, or are on the business side of things. But I do think, and Melissa, and I correct me if I'm speaking for it here, but I think we have a belief that if you do things like that, you, you help those folks out. I mean, that, that, that bounces back right back around to you. You know, where somebody says, hey, I worked with you on, on the board of blank, and but I also own this business or we work at this company, whatever, and we'd love to talk to you guys about, you know, actual work that actually pays, but pays in a different way. Right. Well, and it's like you were saying, we have kids, we feel like we're everywhere. 
because that's true. <laughs> but I think, you know, having that kid, having that family, it's so much I want to give back. I want to leave her the world a better place than it is now. And there's a lot of coffee involved, too. Actually. I mean, <laughs> so much coffee. So much coffee. So much coffee. Yeah. I, I think, think I that's who should sponsor our <laughs> podcast is coffee. Because we, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we got about five gallons sitting around this Lord, table right now. That would be helpful. Well, let me jump in on something. The, the other half of that question that Melissa talked about, um, you know, what do you want out of the deal? The other corollary to that question is what are you willing to invest in this process? And I don't necessarily mean that in the dollars and cents of that. When we say that, we mean what are you going to give this? Because that goes right back to that shiny new thing you were talking about earlier. It's like, oh my gosh, and I saw this, and I want to have a million followers to you know do the thing and all that. It's like, all right, that's cool, but you know the good, fast, and cheap thing. You know that corollary, but the same thing applies here. It's like, what do you want out of the deal, and what are we going to invest in it? Using this again as an example, if we thought that we were going to make the connections that we were making through this program by doing this for a week, clearly we'd all need to have our heads checked. Right. Right? But we know that after 100 plus episodes, actually sooner than that, you know, we're seeing the fruits of this investment in time and dollars and how that is not only benefiting what we do as a business, but I think you're right, Brian. I think, you know, having those conversations and bringing people, literally bringing people to the table in the microphone and talking to somebody that, man, you probably never get a chance to bump into you know, because your paths just don't cross in regular life, but inviting somebody to come in here, and I know I've listened to these things, plenty of podcasts, and like, I've known that person for a long time, and I never knew that story, or I never knew that nugget about them. Exactly. Yeah. You mentioned something. A lot of marketing dollars don't generate a direct return. So in your business, when you're having these conversations, and when you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're trying to sell your services, is it a hard sell? Because folks are like, look, I'm going to pay you X. But I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to get out of that. To your point, what you just said, I mean, I hear what you're saying, mm -hmm. you know, but do you get that a lot? Or do when folks come to you, they already understand the value of the marketing budget? Probably yes and no to both of those. And I'll let Melissa put, put a button on this after I start it for us. But there is part of that. And we have some clients who've you know been in their business for a long time and they quote unquote, remember back in the day where you can put an ad in the newspaper and people would come running, hey, I saw this in the newspaper. And so that was their ROI, right? They said, I spent blank amount of dollars in Charlotte Observer. No offense, they're not a sponsor of the show, but any newspaper or any radio station and people came running up the stairs to come see me. Having that honest conversation about like, hey man, you know, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. But any of that whole axiom about half my dollar, my marketing dollars work, I just don't know which half. Again, it's like, what do you want out of the deal? And let's be honest, right? It's like, I, I do my little analogy with the table. It's like, we can get everybody to the edge of this table, right? To, to the point of conversion. But if your product stinks or your offer blows or what you're selling is snake oil, then that's on you. So, but, you know, we're never really in that position. I think that's fair. No, I would say, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes there is some client education just based on, mm -hmm. hey, we're doing this podcast and here's how we think it's going to make connections. And I think that's borne out and been proven, but um, what do you want? How are we going to do it? And what can we do differently? How can we have this relationship? And just, again, I keep saying, what do you want out of the deal? And we figure that out. And 
Yeah. Right. Because that's how you measure success, right? It's like, you know, how, what do you want out of this? How are you going to measure this as a success? Whatever it is. is. And that is, you know, how we're going to, you know, position what we're doing for you in order to make sure that you see the value or you get what you want out of the deal. Definitely. And Scott, I I would love to to bring Scott into this, uh, this question here. So when we first started our podcast, I think we had a vision to create a platform to tell the stories of the people we work with based on conversations we had already had, right? So how can we not only add value to the businesses and the community, you know, leaders that we work with, but how can we tell their story? Ultimately, how can we hear their story? So for about 70 episodes, Scott would have business leaders that would ask him all the time, what's your ROI? Yeah. What's your ROI on the podcast? And and I'd love for Scott to kind of explain that, you know, how we would answer that. Because the reality is, is we didn't create this podcast to make profit. We created this podcast to support our community and get their stories out there. And whether it's somebody that's battling addiction, whether it's a charity that's that's supporting cancer research, whether it's an organization that's doing great for for homeless people, we want to be able to affect one person. If we can have one person that listens to this, that makes a call to action and makes this community a better place, then damn it, that episode was worth it. You know, Absolutely. and it doesn't matter right. to me how many people listen, like, follow, or share. I want you to do all of those. Yeah. But the reality is, is that we want to just support people to help them. So, Scott, tell us a little bit about how you would answer that question when other CEOs and business leaders would literally ask you, dude, you've been doing this podcast for a year. What's your ROI? Yeah, I'm going like, to yeah. taint the witness real quick <laughs> on this, but I think you've got a story that we talked about just did, yesterday. Did. I was that you share, share that. Uh, you know, it, it, we, I do get that all the time. It's like, how are you monetizing the podcast? Well, we never set out with that intent. We, we just mm-hmm. didn't. Uh, you, you know, you do good for people, good comes back. And, and you don't always have to do good just to hope to receive good. You do good just because right. that's the right thing to exactly. do. But when you do that, it comes back. And it's amazing. And, and we've seen that time and time again. It's community engagement. It's sharing cool stories. Charlotte, Charlotte has a lot to share. There's, there's so much going yeah. on here. Um, and the platform to be able to have that conversation and be in front of someone for 30 minutes and hear their story with no interruptions and know what makes them tick. I mean, there's so many things that make this podcast mm-hmm. a success. The story you're mentioning just yesterday, I got a text. It, it basically was thanking me because DC and Melissa wrote an article on the private eye product that we offer uh, that covers your camera on your computer screen. And we had had Tom Blanchard from Sterling Technologies on the podcast, and basically DC reached out to to Tom, got a quote from Tom on the you know on cybersecurity and all of that, and then he looped it back into the podcast session we did with him. And the next day, mm-hmm. W I think it was WCNC yeah. somehow got a hold of our article from our email or from our social media platforms, reached out to Tom and wanted to interview him about cybersecurity. And so now he has that interview with the news stations and it's, mm-hmm. it's tapped into his SEO, it's tapped into his marketing, it's another avenue to help promote his business. And guess what? If that's the only thing that happened out of doing this podcast, it was worth it because now Tom has that. Yeah. And, and had we not had that conversation or recorded that podcast yeah. or written that article, all of which is marketing and services that you all offer, that would have never happened. Exactly. And, and man, I could, I, good Lord, I can tell stories like that all day, but it's not about us today. But yeah, that's, that's how it works. That's how it works. Connecting dots, man. That's what we do. We're relationship people. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so back to the previous question, I mean, I think that's the thing. We work with people who 
I think we like to work with people who get it, who we share a vision with. I, you, it's, I keep saying this. It's a relationship. You don't want to be adversarial like, well, I really think we should send postcards every week. Okay, that's great. But if that's not the strategy that we think is best, then we no. want to we want to work with people who want to listen. I totally agree. And one thing that we've looked into, you know, from podcast, there's uh, an, an amazing or not amazing, I would say just an insane amount of podcasts that are being added every single day. Everybody wants to create a mm-hmm. podcast because it's the newest thing. Um, we're lucky enough to be able to have this podcast. We started in August of 2017. But the reality is, is that we knew we were going to have to be consistent with that message. We were going to have to create a podcast every single week. And we're going to have to do it for the long haul for us to really, really get what we want out of it. Um, and, and nine times out of 10, a podcast starts and there's four episodes and then they're done. So that's the Absolutely. average podcast is four yeah. episodes. If you're going to start a podcast and you're going to do four episodes, I have advice for you. Don't start a podcast. <laughs> yes. that's, that's not even a podcast. That's just no. like a couple of little conversations <laughs> that you decide to throw on the internet. No, um, but, 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 that, but that was you guys helping us and challenging us. Not only we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Dude, we didn't even know the name of our podcast. We decided it would be cool to start a podcast. You helped us develop the name, develop the marketing around it, develop not only the social media content, how are we going to take this to market? How are we going to send emails, do Instagram, LinkedIn post? How are we going to tie this around and truly not only just promote it, but take our money, our marketing dollars and promote that podcast and promote the brand that we represent. It's one of the only things we spend marketing dollars on is the podcast. And it's not about us. It's to promote the brand we represent. And literally all of that direction was you guys challenging us not necessarily telling us what you, you wanted to do, but challenging us to find the right avenue that works for us and then continuing to tweak that as we grow and we build that brand. And I think that's the cool thing about working with you guys. It's not necessarily about this is what you should do because this is the way it works. It's about what do you want to get out of this? And then let's grow with you. If something mm-hmm. doesn't work, we tweak it a little bit. Exactly. Um, that's the cool thing about working with a marketing company that gets it, that wants to be committed for the long haul and isn't there just for a transaction. Absolutely. I mean, and as we've done this for two years, the way we've booked things, the way we've done stuff, the production, which you guys see on the outside in the end product, it drops every Friday morning right around 830. That's super consistent. But the systems we've worked on behind the scenes, the way we funnel our talent and schedule things has changed and evolved. And I think it's a really great system. Yeah. And you guys think about like your DC and Melissa with Well Run Media. You guys came to the idea. We're like, we're going to do this podcast. We started it. If I would have told Scott in August of 2017 that we would rip apart our conference room, we would create our own. <laughs> we'd ask for, for lots of money to build a podcast studio in our office. He probably would have said, I'm absolutely crazy. But we've been able to grow that. And now this is not only just a, a piece of our business. It's a really big part mm-hmm. of our business. And it's something where you go to events. I was uh, We were at a, an event where we sponsored for Swim Across America. And they introduced me as Brian Young, the, the podcast host for Brand Butters Podcast. I was like, and I work at the Dunstan Group. <laughs> the Dunstan Group, the Dunstan Group sponsoring this, but I appreciate the shout out. Um, so anyways, that that is all because of you guys. And really, you make it really easy for us. People ask us all the time. They're like, oh, you do this podcast. It must be really difficult. And I'm like, you know what? It's not difficult with Well Run Media because I literally sit down and just talk. So I really appreciate that. I don't throw on a soundboard. I don't have to edit. I don't have to do any of that. I have to sit down and talk. And I even have a great outline where they give us information. So you guys have made it really easy, but it's been really fun. So, all right, back to Well Run Media, because we're talking about us way too much here. Um, what's, what's coming up in the future? You guys are on top of it. You work with a lot of different companies. I think the neat thing about you in the same way with us is we create a custom approach for each individual. 
You're not going to go to another company that might do exactly what we do and say, this is the way the Dunstan Group does it. This is the way you should do it. You really listen and create kind of that special vibe. So what are you guys seeing in the future? What are companies going to need to do in 2020 to stay relevant and get into a world where they're jumping into into video? You have all of these huge corporations now. They're having podcasts. Everybody's racing for for that marketing, um, you know, not only dollar spent, but racing for, for people to, to like them and appreciate them. So what's going to be something that you guys give us from advice standpoint of, of business owners in 2020 and what can they do to elevate their platform besides calling you, obviously. I mean, with yes. No, I think the back to basics really, I think we've been really focused recently on encouraging all of our customers to figure out what their brand is, what it means, what it stands for, what their values are. Um, and continuing that in this relationship way to reach their person, being true to yourself, embracing new technologies. We are seeing doing more video now than we were three years ago, but we're using it with intentionality and sticking to who you are, what's your story, how can you share it? And I think the, the other part of that, to put a button on that, is like Melissa said, the back to basics part of it is I think the consumer more and more wants something personal. Something personal and something right. real. Right. It's true, right? I mean, if we were just in here and we were like playing music and doing things or whatever, just trying to entertain everybody, that's a totally different space, right? But if I'm trying to make a connection with you, I have to do it on some sort of personal or emotional level. Not just, hey, look at me. Hey, listen to me. Hey, watch me. Like, hey, what can I do for you? How can I... I was listening to something yesterday. Where like, Every day we're in search of something to consume that will enrich our lives, right? And what can we do, what can Well Run Media do to help our clients, help their clients do just that, right? How can we help them make that connection, help their client consume something that is going to make their day better or make their week better or make their product or service or whatever their offering is better? And that, that matriculates that because they're trying to, hopefully trying to do the same thing, right? They're trying to, help somebody do something or change somebody in some way, hopefully for the positive. And well, we're kind of ground zero for that, right? If they're trying to communicate in that way. So in that regard, what are all the services you all offer? Mostly porn. <laughs> but, uh, DC, I thought oh, we were keeping man. it on the DL today. Oh, man, here uh. it is. We knew how you guys were making all that money. That's, right. I mean, that's how it works. That is how it works. Why do you no, keep right. them at the gym exactly. every morning? Exactly. I guess I'm not searching the 50 to 60 year old category. <laughs> 50 to 60? Good I'm two Lord. weeks older than you, Scott. Uh, holy cow. He, he was looking no, at DC. No, no, no. I mean, that beard, dude, the silver fox, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, man. No, seriously. Well, I mean, that's, that's the other part, getting back to the very first question you asked. It's like, what is that? What, what's in a name, right? We do media and marketing, right? Because we think, because of our background, that the marketing comes from the media piece, right? Whether that be the written word, the spoken word, the recorded word, the broadcast word, that's the part that people want to connect with, right? I don't want to see you dig I'm mad. And I'm in the business, right? Right. <laughs> I don't want to see you dig I'm mad. But I do want you to inform me, educate me, maybe even entertain me in some way. But if you can do all three of those, man, that's a that's the triple threat right there. That's the axis of evil in a good way. And I think that's... I think that's the axis yeah, of good. That is the axis of good mm-hmm. evil, right? <laughs> Use your superpowers for good. And that's what we're trying to do, right? It's like, what do we do? We do that. And like Melissa alluded to earlier, you know, everybody's needs are different. When we ask that question, mm-hmm. what do you want out of the deal? Everybody's answer is different. I mean, you right. can put them in a box, so to speak, but 
everybody's core is the same, but their needs are kind of specific. And we try to want to, you know, bring something to them that can help them achieve that. And it's a big question, right? What do you want to have a deal? So you guys, um, you guys are a small business. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us, like, if people are listening, what is kind of your your target? Like, what what is kind of your niche? And, and if a business is out here, is it, you know, a larger company, a smaller company? What kind of is your niche that you guys go after? And if there's a business owner that's sitting here, like, who would be a, a, a good fit for Well Run Media? And I know that might throw you into a bucket, but give us kind of an answer of kind of what, not necessarily who mm-hmm. your clients are, but like, right. who would be an ideal client for y'all? So I would say it's less about the size or the type of the client. We work with very small businesses. We work with large international companies. We do all, we run the gamut on that. But it's someone who wants to tell a story, someone who wants to have a conversation with us, and someone who wants to build relationships both with us as a marketing partner and with their clients. And I think that that word right there, I think, is key to all of that. Somebody who wants to have a partner in this process. Not somebody that wants to come in there and you're like, I just need you to do a thing. We'll do a thing, but that's not really our, our jam. Or somebody that says, I just need you to, that's not the same as a relationship where you can grow into that and they can grow into a level of trust, which is, that's, that's key to that, right? It's a, I guess, as I said a minute ago, that's a big question when we say, or when we right. ask, what do you want out of the deal? And the even bigger one is, what are you willing to invest? Not we're, you know, we're trying to figure out a way to spend all your money, but if somebody can be honest and say, here's what I'd really like, and honestly, here's what I've got to devote to that. What can you do for us? Right, and you know, I keep going back to relationships. DC and I were on another podcast a few months ago, more talking about our working relationship, but I think everyone knows I've been in some relationship flux the last few years. But I mean, a relationship is a relationship is a relationship, and... I think the way you interact with people and value people is the same, whether mm-hmm. it's yeah. an actual work partner or an, another client you're partnering with, an end result customer partnership, and connecting all of that together, keeping those relationships, and I am completely losing where I was going with that. But um, It's bottom line. You guys, me, you guys bottom, love the people you work with, and you care about it, right? Like, it's, no, yeah. it's, it's that you love the people you work with and keeping that. And I was mm-hmm. going to say, this is it. The more you're in a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a business partnership, I mean, DC and I are extremely close. He's one of my very, very best friends, and I love him, Um, or clients that you love or whoever. The longer you know that person, the more deep that connection becomes and the more you can partner. Just like like I can order DC lunch at a restaurant and pick it up and know that I'm getting what he wants, where five years ago – it was more of a crapshoot. Um, <laughs> mo- no. <laughs> no. Um, no offense, Kel. No. We know how you feel. But um, now, the, the longer you have this marketing relationship, the more you can do stuff. Just like you and I are more connected, you, Brian, and I are more connected on how we book our guests. It's the longer you're in it for the long haul, the better product you can have. I want to say something about that trust thing. We totally trust you all 150%. Um, and one thing I love about you all, and, and I don't think this has changed. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you're exclusive to an industry. Yeah. So if we're your yes. branded merchandise client, we're your branded merchandise Absolutely. client. Absolutely. You're not doing the same strategies with my competitor. And I love that. And I trust that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and you guys are playing in the retail field, the restaurant field, the branded merchandise, the you know, internet, whatever other companies. Mm-hmm. But those are your only clients in that space, correct? Is that still the same? Yeah, that's still Absolutely. True. Yeah. Still true. yeah. 
We're um, probably we losing some money on that, but it's like, the, but I think bigger is that trust thing, right? Right. You right. guys and whoever we're working with feel that they can answer those questions honestly. What do I want and how much can I invest and can come to a deeper, as Melissa said, relationship with us to where we can continue to push them just a little bit. And when they are challenged, they can feel like, well, they're doing this because they're, they have us in mind. And that's exactly the, that's, the point. that's a great yeah. word. You use challenge. And I think mm-hmm. one thing about creating a partnership with somebody and having them be with you for a long time, it's kind of like being in a family. If somebody really loves you, they're going to tell you the truth. Right. And, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. we don't always agree on on certain things, but we appreciate and respect the, the professionalism and the insight that you bring into that. Uh, I know I have crazy ideas. Like your job is to tell me what ideas are great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that, exactly. That, but that's but but we have real conversations, and mm-hmm. I think that's that's really important. You guys aren't coming in here trying to sugarcoat stuff. Like we have real conversations on how this is going to work, right. why are we doing it, and what are we mm-hmm. willing to invest. And I think that's what we appreciate from a from a respect factor. We're more of a family, not just a you know fluffy little friendship mm-hmm. over there. Like oh, you look so pretty. It's like not really. You really don't. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like so, I really appreciate that. But yeah. um. As we kind of wrap this up, you know, one thing I, I do want to, to let you guys do is, is, is how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way to contact you? Obviously, follow you on Instagram and things like yes. that. But uh, let us know the you know how how our audience can get in touch with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Our website is wellrunmedia.com um, or you can find us on social media at wellrunmedia, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're all the places. We're Googleable. Yeah. I love True. it. Googleable. Well, uh, hey, that's a new one. Easy to say. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, DC Melissa, thank you guys so much. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast, we would love for you to like, click, share, do whatever you got to do on the all, all the social media platforms that we have. Uh, definitely check out Well Run Media. See what they're doing. If you have a business or an organization that's in need of some new you know, ideas and, and, a, and a kick into the marketing that you guys would like, we would love for you to contact them. But thank you, DC Melissa. Thank you not only for helping us develop the Brand Motors podcast. Thank you for for your work every single week that goes behind the scenes that is, is unnoticed. And honestly, we probably should tell you more how much we appreciate it. But if without you guys, we could not do this podcast every single week. And it really means a lot to us. So thank you again. And uh, until next time. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks, appreciate Brian. it. Thank you. And Scott. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.